Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. All right, friends, welcome to this episode. I want to talk to you about medical and surgical complications. And before we get started, I know that this is probably a topic that many doctors shy away from, and we certainly don't love to talk about it because there's a ton of shame associated with making a mistake. And I think this is common among most people where we don't like to mess up. We don't like to do things that are wrong, but there's a whole other aspect of shame and embarrassment when it comes to being a physician, because most of the time when we make mistakes or make an error or there's a complication, then other people's lives are affected. And sometimes in the most devastating circumstances, it could mean the difference between life and death. So for all of those reasons, many of us don't like to talk about the mistakes we make or the failures we have because we feel a lot of shame about it and we don't want other people to judge us and we don't want other people to think that we're not a good enough doctor. So all that is to say is that I recognize that this is a topic that we should be talking about more, at least in safe environments with people we trust, with our colleagues in order to limit the shame factor, because let's get into the facts. The facts are all doctors make mistakes. Doctors make mistakes. They have failures. They have complications. It is a fact of life. Doctors are human beings. Human beings are imperfect. And therefore, there are mistakes that are made. Another fact is that mistakes have nothing whatsoever to do with your value. And this is a fact that is probably not as easily believed, but one that I know to be true through my own failures and coming out the other side of it and realizing that the definition and the weight and the gravity that I place on my mistakes and my failures in and out of medicine really are up to me. And if I decide that my value as a human being is unrelated to how many mistakes I make in my life, then that's how I will live my life. And I encourage everyone to have the same mindset. And certainly it is a challenge to feel that way, but something worth practicing. And the third fact is that you can make a mistake and still be a good doctor. And this is something that I did not believe for a long time until I realized that I was getting in my own way by assuming that a mistake or an error or a failure, no matter how small, made me less of a doctor, made me not a great doctor. And what I know now is that I'm a good doctor no matter what. And what I feel to be true for many of my peers is that I don't judge them based on the number of mistakes they've made. I don't, do, I don't judge them by the number of complications. There are far more useful criteria to judge physicians. So as I alluded to at the beginning, 
we worry about medical and surgical complications and mistakes and errors for good reason. We worry because of patient dissatisfaction. We want our patients to be happy with us. We want our patients to trust us. We want patients to hear from other patients that we do good work and that we're a good doctor who listens and is worth trusting. We let ourselves down when we are imperfect. Many of us are perfectionists. And obviously in the definition of perfectionism, that means that you can never ever make a mistake. So when they happen, we really can get in our own heads about it. Complications for many of us proves that we aren't good enough. And this is a limiting belief that many of us have that we're not a good enough doctor. We're not smart enough. We're not skilled enough. And then when there's external evidence of that, in the shape of a complication or an error, then it proves that limiting belief to be true. We think and ruminate sometimes about what our partners or colleagues will think about us. Do they think I'm a bad doctor? Do they think that I shouldn't be here? Do they not want to send patients to me? All of these things. And then obviously there's the legal and professional repercussions of complications. Certainly in some circumstances, um, there are root cause analysis uh, and conferences and legal ramifications of medical and surgical complications. And the last reason is the fear that it will happen again. So we make a mistake or we have, or there's a complication we're involved in, and then some of us are, are crippled by the fear that it's going to happen again and again, and then it's going to ruin our career, and then we won't be a doctor anymore, and then the rumination just gets worse and worse. So this has come up a lot in the circles that I work, that I'm in now, because I talk to a lot of physicians, and we have a lot of vulnerable conversations. And I think that every doctor I've ever met has had a mistake or a complication or an error of some sort. And I think we all cope with it a little bit differently. And here are three ways that I have found have been the most useful. So the first way is to reframe it. And what I mean by this is that many times we can get lost in rumination about how we aren't good enough. I can't believe that happened. Um, What's going to going on in the future? Am I going to lose my job? All of these things. When instead, if we give some time to the other side of the coin, which is what are all the things that I did right? And why is my patient lucky to have me as their doctor? Because even if there was an error or complication made, that's a moment in time, right? And yes, it can be devastating and yes, it's upsetting, but you're more than a moment in time. And if you are unable to take a step back and realize that there's something that you did right, then you're going to be drowning in regret. And when you're drowning in regret, then you're not showing up as the best doctor that you can be. The uh, second way to try to help to cope would be to consider the patient care timeline. And this is something that I teach that talks about uh, similar to what I just said, which is 
you're more than a moment in time. So when we think about surgery, for example, say you had a surgical complication, you are not just their doctor in the surgery. You've been their doctor for their preoperative care. Maybe you saw them for many visits for a problem before you took them to the operating room and you'll continue to be their doctor postoperatively. So there are many opportunities for you to build a trusting relationship with a patient that are more than just a moment in time when um, there was a complication or an error or something like that. And then finally, focus on the future instead of the past. And how you can do this, you, you can ask yourself questions like, what did I learn? How can I make it better in the future? How will this make me better in the future? And by doing that, you can give yourself an opportunity to realize that you can still go on being a doctor and you have an opportunity every day to be better than the day before. So I know this was a fast and furious overview of all of the different things that come up when it comes to medical and surgical complications. If you are interested in more help with this, and if this has resonated with you, or if you're struggling with a complication right now, then I do have a course that's only this topic. So it's really for people who are having a hard time after a complication and need help and additional support and resources to cope with it and continue to be a physician. So you can find the link to that course in the notes for this episode. And as always, reach out anytime if you just want to vent to me or if you need some guidance or anything at all, I am here for you. And you can email me at kyates21 at gmail.com or find me on social media at Kristen Yates Dio. And again, the link to my course about coping with medical and surgical complications can be found in the notes for this episode. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.